come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. For this week's episode, we will be discussing committed to his church as teens according to God's word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We are back with another great episode in this series, Commitment to His Church. Let's get right down to it, as we always do. Let's talk about the biblical meaning and the world's meaning of church. The world says the church is a building used for public Christian worship. We can find the biblical meaning in Romans 12, 4, and 5. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. From my research and studies, the word church can be used three different ways. And I'm not saying one way is more important than the other. Knowing this adds clarity to how we should commit and interact with the church. First, as the body of Christ, the church is often defined as a local assembly or group of believers. 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, and Galatians talks about this. The second way It is defined as the body of of an individual living believers. First Corinthians again, and in Galatians you'll find it. And finally, it is defined as the universal group of all people who have trusted Christ through the ages. Matthew 16 and Ephesians 5. The one thing we notice is that the world's definition calls it to be a building, not a state of being a member of God's family. The takeaway is this. Don't get wrapped up in the idea that you can only do God's work and serve your purpose in a building called the church. The church is truly inside of you. We can also find the biblical meaning in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Two things to note here. Jesus established his church as people who obey God. The temple is a building devoted to the worship, regarded as the dwelling place of God or other objects of religious reverence. Now, I want to address the 1 Corinthians 6 and its relevance to teens. It opens with, given your place in Christ, you should know two things. Your body is a temple, the church, established by Christ, and the fact that you were bought with a price, Jesus' death and resurrection to remove the sins of the world. That's what you were bought with. In exchange for being a living church or temple, why? You ask. Jesus needs people, young and old, to serve as an agent or advocate to bring all those who are lost to the full knowledge of Christ and God's great plan to redeem a dying world of people back to Him. Just like the people of Corinth, U.S. teens need to be reminded that your life was bought with a price and you were given the great gift of the Holy Spirit, the third part of the Trinity, to live a life holy and acceptable that you may be a living witness a living example in a teen community that we can win souls for Christ. God nor Jesus are naive to the struggles and temptations associated with being a teenager or anybody for that matter. This is why God sent the Holy Spirit to help those who have given their life to Christ, committed to a life of purity and serving God to assist with the furthering of his kingdom. We'll be right back after a short break. 
We're back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break. We're going to talk about some practical ways to stay committed to his church. This topic of teens committing to the church strikes me as an odd one. Why do you say that? Think about it. Teens have no problem committing to their athletic teams, their ballet classes, being part of a social group, or just simply committing to anything of importance to them. Let's hit pause. This is a very scary thought that teens don't value the importance of being committed to God and his church. Can I ask you a question I want you to ponder after you finish listening to this podcast? Thanks for saying yes. Is there anything or anybody in your life at this moment that you value above your relationship with Christ, God, and his church? Okay, we can unpause and press play to get back to the current lesson. Let's look at some ways teens can show their commitment to God's church. Number one, attend service regularly. Develop a thirst and hunger for the word of God. You must get to the place where you decide each and every day that you can't live without God and his word. It is the very thing that gives you purpose and hope for a better day. Matthew 5 and 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Number two, attend Sunday school. Going to Sunday school can give you a chance to learn about God in a way that is much easier than having a sermon delivered to you. It gives you the opportunity to ask those questions that you can't get answered in a sermon. I said this in the last episode. I'm going to say it again. Proverbs 4 and 7. Knowledge is everything and all you're getting get understanding. If you want to know something, you can always just ask God, the creator of all things that are right. Number three, attend teen Bible study. Take part in Bible study, not just any Bible study, but an age appropriate Bible study. In this setting, you can hear the issues, struggles, and temptation your peer groups deals with on a daily basis. This Bible study can provide teens with more age-specific answers from the Bible that will help them with their walk with God and how they can succeed at ministering to their friends. So join a local teen Bible study and stick with it. Number four, attending youth programs. These programs allow you as teens a safe place to kick back and enjoy some time with other teens like yourself where you're not getting beat over the head with the Bible. Don't be mistaken. It's not a place or a time where you just forget about Christianity. These programs allow teens to see that being a Christian can be fun and entertaining as well. The focus is and will always be on Christ. Proverbs 27 and 17 says this, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Fellowship with like-minded teens is very vital and important to the spiritual growth of young people like yourself. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about being committed to God's church. Listening to you talk about how teens can serve in the church at their young age was enlightening to some. Some of them, because they felt that they were too young to serve, gave an odd look. But they had wanted to serve. I explained that there is always a place for them to serve regardless of their age. If they are comfortable, they needed to speak with their pastor or minister about serving in the church. I further explained that when they serve, they must do it with a pure and humble heart, not serving in the church to receive the praises or accolades from people. When you serve, you are serving so that God is pleased. In order to be a servant of God, one thing you must always remember is that you never compare yourself to anyone else. Remember, your gifts are special. And they were made just for you, and no one else can do it like you. It may be similar, but not exactly the same. When God gives us gifts and talents, they are unique to us. Our personalities show through them. 
when we compare ourselves with others, whether it be in the church or outside of the church, we can begin to think that we are not good enough. We begin to doubt ourselves, and that causes us not to use our gifts and talents to our fullest potential. Never hold back on the gifts and talents that God has given you. If it's encouragement, then encourage your friends. Lift them up. Don't tear them down. If your gift is with a musical instrument, play as if you are playing to the Lord, making a joyful sound. If your gift is in writing, write what's in your heart, whether it's poetry or book. There are so many gifts and talents that God has given us, but we must seek his face so that we will know which way to go and how to use them for his glory. Never be ashamed of your gift. Never let others criticize your gifts. There will always be people who are not 100% in your corner, but know that it's okay to let those friends go. You don't need those type of friendships. If a person is constantly putting you down and finding something wrong with everything you do and say, can you call that person a true friend? But when you have a friend that encourages you in your gifts and talents and don't judge or criticize you, those are the people you want around you. Those are the ones that you would want to keep uh, as friends and strengthen that relationship. So pray and ask God how you can be committed to his church. Ask what gifts and talents you have so that they can be used in the church. In summary, the importance of being committed to his word. Why should you commit your life to God, Christ, and his church while you're young? When you're young, there's a tendency to think that you have many years left to live so you can enjoy some worldly pleasures now and come back to God later. The wisest man, Solomon, who ever lived, has something to say about this. Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, Ecclesiastes 12 and 1. There's no better time than your youth to commit your life to the Lord. First of all, you can devote more of your life to God's service. Second, when you're young, you're not setting worldly habits, and it's easier to be molded by God for God's service. Third, if you go out into the world now, while you're young, it's not going to be easy to come back and commit your life to the Lord. In fact, it will be much harder. You will have formed bad habits, things you have seen and listened to that cannot be erased from your mind, with which you will battle with, that you would not have had had you not strayed or left from your first love, the Lord. Fourth, everyone has influence upon others. If you choose not to live your life for Christ, others will follow your example and may choose not to live for him either. Now is the time to choose to make a commitment to God, Christ, and his church to serve him at whatever the cost and wherever he leads. My young loyal listeners, your youth is the best time to commit your life to the Lord. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.